This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Biofuels leaders make their case for ethanol as President Trump visits Iowa today. Poet CEO Jeff Broin is scheduled to meet with the president on his way to West Des Moines this evening. When I see the president later today, we'll talk about several issues. Obviously, our thankfulness for uh, his passage of this very important P-15 rule. In addition, our finer exemptions certainly will remind him that they're important and that they are demand destruction for commodities and they are hurting rural America, as well as talk about just simply the future of agriculture, that agriculture needs biofuels. Uh, biofuels are a critical component of the ag markets today and are going to be even more important going forward as yields continue to increase. Former Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says the president's E15 announcement is well received, but... It's going to take a while before E15 essentially gets us any additional benefit. And as long as these waivers are, they, they continue to be granted, the hole gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's why it's just important for the Trump administration return back to the original intent of the waiver, which was to be very sparingly provided. The Environmental Protection Agency has yet to grant 39 pending petitions for small refinery exemptions. Some 70 biodiesel producers met with 130 congressional offices on Capitol Hill today, pushing for an extension of the biodiesel tax credit. Producers have now gone 16 months without the credit, which expired in 2017, National Biodiesel Board Vice President of Federal Affairs, Kurt Kavarik, says the group is making headway. There's little opposition to extenders. It's just a matter of uh, the committee, particularly the House Ways and Means Committee, working through its process. We're hopeful. There have been reports just today, again, of another effort by Chairman Neal to put together a package for the members on his committee to consider that would include a multi-year extension of expired tax provisions, including biodiesel. Kavarik adds there's good bipartisan support for the biodiesel tax credit. It's just a matter of getting members on the committee to recognize its priority. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. U.S. Cattlemen's members share concerns about cell-cultured meat with USDA officials during their visit to Washington this week. Spencer Chase has more. The Department of Agriculture plans to open a public comment period on the regulation of cultured meat later this summer. Kenny Grainer is the president of the U.S. Cattlemen's Association. He says USDA officials made that remark during a meeting with the group during their fly-in this week. Cultured meat has been a hot topic in the livestock sector, with many pushing for the kind of regulatory oversight that was ultimately announced in a joint USDA-FDA framework last year. Grainer says it's important for the consumer to understand what they are purchasing. You know, we're not scared to compete against these products. Our ultimate goal is just to provide to the consumer truth in labeling. Grainer says beef producers have invested over a billion dollars in checkoff and promotion funds, so product differentiation is important. We've spent the money on branding our product. Let's make sure the consumer knows what they are buying, whether it's a plant-based, cell-cultured based, or raised in a traditional manner. In a statement to AgriPulse, an FSIS spokesperson said FSIS will engage in a public process to determine how these products may be labeled, possibly including rulemaking. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. 
USDA projects lower corn production and yields in this month's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Report. The department lowered its projected corn yield for 2019 to 166 bushels per acre from last month's 167 bushel per acre. The trade guess was around 172. This caused July corn prices on the Chicago Board of Trade to finish the day 12 cents higher at 427 and three quarters. Officials also lowered projected corn production by 1.4 billion bushels from last month's 15 billion bushels to 13.68 billion bushels. U.S. soybean production for 2019 remains unchanged at 4.15 billion bushels. U.S. wheat production is up 5.8 million bushels from May to 1.9 billion bushels. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.